All right, all right, all right. Shablow, shablow, shablow. We are here tonight with Call Out Culture with another episode of Live from the Line of Notes. Live, live, live from the Line of Notes. And tonight, or today, or whenever you listen to this, we are going over the great EP that just got released called Row House Whispers with the illustrious Ray West and the so-called semi-famous Zilla Rocker. <laughs> Arguably famous. <laughs> it, it can be. It can be taken to court. It can be argued in court. So, um, so um, indie rap. So we, you know, we're just humble hosts. We just want to say, there you go. Sound <laughs> we, we gotta get more sound effects on our show. To be honest, we, we ain't got First that. off, it's a very good EP. Thanks. Man. Yeah, real dope. Thank you. Thank you. Especially in light of um. You know, not really a buildup. I, I know, I know you release consistently, right? So I know that's your buildup. But as far as like other people, like waiting for Zilla material, they didn't know this was coming. Um, yeah. I didn't know it was coming, and I'm his best friend. So mm-hmm. we, me and him, will have a conversation about this <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah, he got a Thursday drop Friday. You know, but um, okay. yes, we commend y'all on that. Thanks. Um, I wanted to start with, um, well, Alaska. You you, yeah. you give him a softball because I have a very big important question. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, just basically, how did this come ar- come about? How did you guys decide to put this project together? Hmm. Well, I love ready to tackle it. Yeah, you know, like um, when I got on this lockdown, not not going out of the house thing, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna take this time to work and get. I'm gonna give projects out like every Friday, you know, not hmm. charge just like give it away for the people type of thing. And um, I started doing that and me and Zilla have been talking about working on an EP for, for years, like at this point, you know, we did a couple of tracks on Zilla projects, but it was just like either he was recording something or I was recording something that never, the timing never worked out. So I was like, I had like two or three weeks worth of releases in the bag already. Mm. And I and I hit Zilla up like it was the most effortless approach, bro. Like it was I, I told him I think <laughs> yesterday or today, like we had two songs done. Mm-hmm. And then I started like I would send him a beat, he'd send me the files, the mix was everything just worked out so easy. Like I didn't struggle with a mix down. Oh. I didn't struggle with and you know everything down to the art like Kazilla, i always love those philly pictures you post like <laughs> i remember i was like you need to use this for an album cover and, and i did that was career cook yeah, bro. And, and oh, nice. good luck with that you you were the first comment he was like yo that's the album take that down that's the album cover album cover right there like so he was like yo i got these pictures he started sending me pictures like boom we agreed on one I sent it to my graphic dude. The artwork came back, showed it to Zilla. Like, yo, this is great. Like, we didn't have to change nothing. I never had to go back and change anything in a mix. I think I one song to, I was like, I think one song I was like, turn the decibels up. That's turn it. it up on the turn final, the like on the That's master. It. Turn that That's one it. song up. That's the only change. Like, it was the most effortless. We knocked that whole thing out from recording, mixing, art, in like a couple of days, like seven mm-hmm. days or something. You know what I mean? Nice. And, yeah. and me with Zilla for over over eight, ten years, effortless is not a word I usually use when it comes to um, <laughs> collaborating. 
A so, word? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so I wanted to ask, um, how much did y'all want this EP to sound like your past works? Um, and how much did you want it to differ? I, I didn't want it to sound like anything I, I ever did. Like I, I wanted it, I wanted it to be Ray's world. You know what I mean? Like I, I was always stuck off um, the Red Apples. I mean, that's how me and Ray linked up. I was just a fan. And uh, when, when I caught the AG record, I was I was catching his songs with OC and then the joints with Blue and then like Ray's Cafe. To OC. I mean, that, that's probably Ray's Cafe is like third best OC album ever. Like after you know, Jewel's and Word Life. Like to me, yeah, you, thank like, you, bro. straight up, like no question. And I always I loved that, that record because um, it was the first time like eight. I mean, it's the first time OC just felt like a regular like hanging out dude. He was always yeah. like a super wise like he would only rhyme when he had something to say and like very dramatic and very like moody in a cool way. Mm-hmm. But that was the first time where I felt like I want to hang out with OC was on Race Cafe. <laughs> and I remember like reading the interviews you guys did when he was like just coming to your crib a lot. And he called a Race Cafe because he was in your crib. Yeah. And so I was like, <laughs> I love that joint. Like I thought it was so, so fresh. So um, thank you, bro. Yeah, man. And straight up. And so I think Race Cafe Ray was like type jealous when Race Cafe was successful. But you know, Red what Cafe. Happened? I thought I, I thought Red Cafe was going to be upset. Oh, Red right. yeah. Cafe. <laughs> he seemed like he took it pretty well. From what he I took it well, yeah. <laughs> he swallowed That's up. hilarious. So like I, I was I was wanting to get what Ray, Ray's aesthetic was like the like it's like stripped down and like a lot of space, a lot of like reverb. And so on my end, I was like, you guys know me. Like if I don't have to mix a master record, I feel great. I got an extra hop in my step. I feel fantastic because that's what Cash was talking about. When I have to like mix and master projects, that's when I want to just jump off a bridge. Like I don't want to because it, it starts sucking away the life because I'm already writing the song. I'm thinking about the hooks, recording it. Then I got to yeah, hear it. Yeah, ruin the song. Yeah. Yeah. Just you never want to hear it again. Right. So like that's if I don't have to do that and I can just dish it off to someone else, I feel wonderful. Versus like. I got to sit in here to snare 1,800 times after I heard it 1,400 times to write the song. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, nice. it felt great to give it to And then Ray, everything Ray was sending back, I was like, I don't, there's nothing to say. It's not like, ah, uh, you know. Uh, it's not always it. like that, bro. That's why I felt great about this. That's why I hit you, I think it was yesterday, like, when that works that well, mm-hmm. I feel like you should do it more. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't um don't knock don't don't like disrespect the chemistry you know what i'm saying like you should keep doing it you know what i mean not that you have to force it or like yo we gotta work tomorrow Mm -hmm. but we should address the fact that it was easy and and keep working you know what i'm saying so bong bong um ray i wanted to ask you this so does red apples or better yet ray west have an aesthetic or style that you always try to express and how did Zilla fit into that method? I mean, um, I think I have a every everyone has their own way, I guess. You know, I have my own my own way, but I do think my sound can vary. You know what I'm saying? Like I have so much stuff that maybe no one ever heard. You know what I mean? Indeed. Like I send I'll send a rapper, like I never ask anyone to rap on anything. I'll send 20 beats. And if you like two of them, that's fine with me. And then I'll send you another 20. 
Like, I think everyone should feel like their place is where they want to be. Mm-hmm. I never say like, yo, do me a favor, rap about this on this. I just, cause I think that's what ruins a lot of records in our culture. We get these records that we're looking forward to and they don't sound natural. I think a lot of times it's probably because of that. It's because, you know, and if you just let people do what they want. So once that comes back to me, like if I'm working with a rapper or like Zilla sends me these songs, now it's my job to make everything he did fit together. You know what I'm saying? So I start to say, okay, these two, like I start constructing or in my mind how this can ride. You know what I'm saying? And like with Alaska's track, that was like the last track we did but mm-hmm. that shit became the jump off to the EP. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this this sounds like the beginning. It doesn't sound like the end. You know what right. I'm saying? And like, There's a lot of times I feel in the process, especially without genre, when you're making your batch of songs and you're, um, at least in my own personal experience, and you're like, this is the last song. This is the outro. I've had like three projects in a row. <laughs> every song has flipped and become the first song. Always. Yeah. Every I made. fought you. I fought you on that with Taj. Where I was like, <laughs> one, was like Castro was like, the only stipulation is this song has to be the beginning. This song has to be the end. Arrange the album. And I was like, they got to change. He was like, no, 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 no. I was like, they, they got to change. The I told him to do anything but change the <laughs> intro, outro. I'm, and it's funny because I made the songs with them in my intro, outro. And he totally flipped the thing upside down. And we were literally fighting for like two weeks. <laughs> That's amazing. It. And it actually worked out best. It, and so now I literally have three projects with it. Last song is already flipped to the first. So it's so wild, bro. Do you guys find that um, when you're when you're making projects in general, like you have this idea of what the order should be in your head, and you sit with it, and you end up getting tired of the project, and then somebody will come in and be like, "Why don't you do this, that, and move this one there, and put that there?" And then it's like a brand new project it's to you. Brand new projects, like yeah. I've been no bodies. I've been really lucky with that, man. Like. I find that everyone really trusts me, which is weird. Like all these rappers that I've been able to work with and they're just like, man, whatever, you do do exactly what you think is right type mm-hmm. of vibe. And, and I just, I kind of let it dictate to me. Like if anything sounds like I'm forcing it, I usually scratch the song. Mm-hmm. Like, man, maybe this shit doesn't need to be here just cause we recorded it. Like right. maybe it'll work for something else. Like this one song that we didn't use becomes the beginning of a whole nother EP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I let it re, I, I let it feel out. Like Alaska, when I heard the shit, what got me was the little bass notes in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then and then Zilla saying, "Yo, BK, BX, South Philly, let's go." Like, mm-hmm. and then what you said. Yo, I like rapping just for rap. <laughs> you know what I'm like saying? Like to get drunk and, and walk around yeah. <laughs> you came in like really lighthearted, like yeah. like just some hip hop shit, like and, and and that to me like a lot of Zilla's content was very serious, mm-hmm. like the records about cheating on his man's girl and mm-hmm. and and the, the strife of the game, like you never feel like you're satisfied and yeah. like and the Wu Tang personal shit, but this shit just opened it up like. Yo, this is my man, and he's a spitter, and watch this, boom. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it just was, like, happy. So I was like, all right, this this is the jump off right here. This sets the tone. You know what I'm right. saying? I love him opening the album. 
Let's I love do that. that too. I was just going to say, it's always important to respect everybody. So it's like, he couldn't be hidden on the record somewhere. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, this made it more important. Like, like, like me and Zilla, we have our identity in this EP. Mm -hmm. Now your part is like, bang, there's a spotlight on it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so everybody been, on the record is respected. You feel what I'm word. saying? Yeah. We've been stuck. We've been thinking. Let's let the um, let's let our listeners hear the on the track Doobie Brothers. Let's let's take a break. Let's splash them with that because we sitting there talking about it. I'm getting excited. I'm about to play it. I'm, I'm <laughs> the podcast. You know what I'm saying? So let's do that. All right. Cool. Oh, <laughs> we need that shit. Oh, man. The edit's gonna be crazy. Yo, yo we, we, we we had we had our one year anniversary and we still don't have a sound effect. Yeah, I like rapping just for rapping. I like to get drunk and walk around Manhattan. No bootleggers, doobie brothers on what's happening. Fuck being a never was, I'd rather be a has-been. Whether we have not a have cake, still chase Marissa Tomei. From cousin Vinny to Aunt May. Never skinny, never held weight. Never had a wicker jumper, never had a scholarship to Dell State. Drink a little acid in the lab, watching Wormwood. Doris Kearns, Goodwin, Dead. Presidents, I earn could be reinvested franchise like EMS did. Stan Smith and feel sweats. I'm always on that front. I'm reading Punisher shit. Ten books on how to get rich. Dumb rappers quoting on some random Machiavellian shit. Orwellian shit. What I read in the books. We clean the crib playing deaf jokes and stove guard cooks. The older gods put me on on how to rock this. Maintain 360 more than live prosperous. Yo, I want the country house, the yacht, and the Basquiat. Used to bump my posses on Broadway in a parking lot. Now I'm taking photo ops up atop the Great Wall. Homie, I'm a fat boy who slept on like eight ball. Wait, y'all, a lot of MCs are fucking useless because they'd rather make Nothing like fucking Coney Island. Ooh, you might get robbed, you might not. You go, you go find all the um. So Z, we used to go and grab all of the discarded. They used to have these wristbands; they were different colors, and we would grab a little because at the end of you know people rip them off. And you grab all of them, right? right. And then you would scout and see what color day that was, and you just fix back an old joint right. and just ride there all day. There you so, go. Hey, yo, oh, I was dating this girl once. Yo, I was dating this girl once. She was in Philly. She was going to New York for like a job interview. And so like, it was basically like, if she got that job, we were gonna break up, which was cool. And she was like, cause I was, I was ready to go. But uh, she was like, she, so she texted me, she's like, yo, I'm leaving in the morning. I'm gonna go to New York. I got my job interview, wish me luck. I was like, all right, work. So then she called me at like one or two o'clock. She's like, I don't know what happened, but I'm here at Cody Island. <laughs> this is like one day afternoon. She's like, can you like Google? Here's the address of where I'm supposed to be. I was like, that's the you, oh, she was driving around. She oh, was, she was on the train. She's she way out. I'm gonna tell you she what was on the train and ended up in Cody Island. You know what happened? She fell asleep. So if you fall asleep, <laughs> nobody's gonna wake you up. Like nobody bothers you or whatever. And Coney Island's the end of the line. So yeah, she when was you wake up, you you'll hear the seagulls. Like if you remember that Seinfeld yeah. episode where um Crane was or, or the Warriors, like yeah. I'm I'm in the Bronx, the exact opposite of that. I'm yeah. at the end end and of the sixth train. You oh, can't wow. go any further, right? So Coney Island literally is like, I think the world ends there. Like that's where you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The you water is like right? a cliff. It's over <laughs> over there. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Alaska, you know what I used to feel like that about? 
and that the, like the road that went past King's Plaza. I was like, "Woo!" I used to think that was just like, "Oh to, yeah," like well, that's not, it. Just kind of ends. It just goes into the ocean. It's, <laughs> a, it's the end of the world. So yeah. when you ride the forty-one up to King's Plaza, like King's Plaza is there, but then it's just like marsh and just land. Yeah, it's marsh. just marsh, and it's like marsh. there's like a lobster restaurant. I've never talked to a bunch of hip-hop dudes and the word Marsh came up. Ever. All, right. all the hangout that. sessions. That's the Jersey. Marsh right over there, man. All right, let's get back. Here we at. Three, two, one. Shablam, we back. You know, we're doing live for the line of notes. Um, Second one. Right at this point, man, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Uh, enough pleasantries and shit. It's, it's nice having Ray on here, but I want to talk about one of the contenders for best song of the year. Word. Say Revolution it. number 36. Please about this great song. For, for those people that don't know, just pretty much Wu-Tang is my Beatles, is the thing. Right. So break down that song for us, yo. Oh, man. Uh, well, Castro knows the, the the liner, like the live from the liner liner notes. So the song, the song came came about like four, five, six years ago when I was making Future Former Rapper, and I I did it, and one of the homies who I did the song to, he was like, Nah, it's not gonna fly. I was like, All right. So then I stepped to another homie. And I was like, yo, here's a song I want to do. He's a super ill producer. I was like, yo, I'll pay you. Here's what I want. He was like, okay, bomb. He sent me the joint. I was like, all right. So he sends me the song. I, I do the song to it. But the song is like too short. It doesn't, I can't do the full song to the beat. So I'm like, yo, you got to send me the full joint so I can pay you. And he's like, I did send you the full song. I was like, you didn't. I need the full song for my album. He just goes radio silence. So I was like this I, I, like ray said like, i didn't want to force it. i'm like this isn't meant to be right now like i'm not chasing more people i'm not getting more versions of this song and then i was like yeah that's that's probably like a corny idea anyway it doesn't need to be on the record whatever so then when i got that beat pack that beat was in i think alaska i, I think i sent you that beat first for Did i, I don't know that, be, that became because because ray sent me the pack no and the, I, okay i didn't say it to you yeah because i remember when in the pack he sent me, I was like, all of the beats had like very, very specific moods. And that beat, I was like, yo, I'm using this. This has to be like, there's like a lot of like, like emotion in that, that sample, like that piano line. And it's funny because like, after when I was recording it, my son was playing. I'm, I'm in my studio slash kids playland right now. And when I was recording it, like my son can only hear me, you know, like saying it. He's running around. I kept it in the background on one of the takes where you can hear him screaming. And he was like repeating it. He would be like, da 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 Like once I knew he caught that melody too, I was like, okay, this is a win. That means it's a hit. That's a win. So um, so yeah, like that. Out the mouth of babes. That means it's a hit. So I was thinking about the project too, thinking like, all right, we got like, you know, kind of rhyming joints, like story. I was like, I want to do something like more melodic. And when, when I heard that piano roll, I was like, I was just kind of going in my mind. I was like, I just started saying, I was like, because in my room, I don't, I don't, I mean, my studio, I don't want to move my, my computer around too much, but I got like on my wall, I got Sgt. Pepper's frame next to Iron Man. They're always like my two albums I'm always looking at when I'm working. 
Boom. So I, was, so I was looking up and I was like, what's in the Beatles? I, know. I was like, all right, this will be cool. And so I, I pulled up my, my old rhyme and I was like, all right, I did some editing, you know, changed some stuff around. And then Alaska was the first person I sent it to. Because yeah. I was like, he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know the history of the song. He doesn't like the Beatles particularly. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, he kept it from me. Because you heard the two older versions. When I heard it first, when I first heard it, I was like, you fuck. I even texted it to him or something. Yeah. Like, wow. You did. you did. So I was like, you know too much. So it needs to go to someone who doesn't know anything and is not even like sentimental about this, about the subject matter for half of the song. So, so I was telling him, I was like, yo, is this corny? Just be real with me. And Alaska was like, yo, this is fucking dope. Like, I, you know, however you texted it, you, you gave me the thumbs up. And I was like, all right. Uh, I think I sent it to Alaska before I sent it to Ray. And I was just like, yo, is this corny or not? He was like, no, nah, it works. So I sent it to Ray. And then Ray was like, oh, shit. And yeah. I, I was like, we're in. We got it. Listen close off that Brooklyn Zoo, playing to cow on cassette, and the bass would boom. But the revolution number nine was wild as wildflower. Ringo had the sideburns and the fly attire. Paul McCartney was the one, aka Billy Shears. Resurrected, aka. Yeah, that shit hit me off guard, kind of, because, like, I don't know, it's just like a. I would never think about even doing a song like that, and like, even the way you did the harmonies, the la 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 la's, like mm. it, it didn't even sound like vocals. It sounded like before I even mixed it, I felt like it was already together. You feel mm. what I'm saying? It was already. I was like, oh, this shit is crazy. And I was like, I gotta find the Raekwon vinyl. I need that Wu Gambino's <laughs> intro. I started digging through the records, like because I'm nerdy like that too. Like I don't want to take it from YouTube or something like. If I don't right. got the record, I'd fucking probably buy that shit on Discogs and mm. get that shit. <laughs> that's that's pretty dope. Young MCs, young producers, young engineers. That's how, yo, that's how Lucid is too. A Lucid yeah. does not do anything unless he can pull the vinyl. Like we tell yeah. you, use what use what's what's available. We understand a lot of people produce yes. off YouTube, right. but you know, you either gonna be a knife wonder, right? right? Or you can be better than him. Mm. So that's just your choice. Word is born. So I, I love that record, man. What do you think made it work this time? What the uh, the Wu Tang? Like this is like oh. the third or fourth um, version of it. So what was it that made it work this time? Word, that's interesting. I, I think I think it was just like Ray kept saying, it was just effortless. It was easy. Like I wasn't yeah. when I first wrote it, I was like, all right, this is gonna be like a really dope thing. 
the you dude. put a lot of weight on it at first. Yeah, like the homie made a beat. He's a diehard. He's a diehard woo dude. He's a diehard Beatles dude. This and then I'm like, you know, and in my mind I was like, all right, I don't even know if my son was even born yet, but I was in my mind I was like, this is gonna be like like, like the connective musical tissue between me and my father and my son. This will be that type of record. And then that didn't work. And then the second homie came through, and then there was it was like a headache, and I was like, Ugh. and so I think with this one it was like. I heard that beat and was like after like a day I was like I know it's a, I know it I know it works like this will this will be it, but then I still wasn't even sure just because I was like, yeah, this might be very cheesy or this might be like totally left field to people because I I don't know like I I assume like people like are like me where you know you either really love the Beatles and love Wu Tang or you're out like I you know it's it's very. To me, there's not like most like Ray was saying. There's not like a lot of direct correlation we think of. Like, remember that one project? Someone posted to me again. I remember it came out on Bandcamp. Like, someone remixed Wu Tang acapellas with like Beatles samples. Or oh, something. that's right. The White Album or some shit. No, no, not not the not the Danger. Oh, that's, Mouse. that's Danger Mouse. Yeah. Nah, it was like it was like some Bandcamp shit. Okay. And it, it was right around when we did Wu Tang Pope. Some, but what did they call it? Z? It was called like the Magical Mystery Tour chess by. It was some weird like. Oh. They merged a cover for Magical Mystery Tour with like all the Wu cutouts, all the solo. Wow. And I was always like, mm. yeah, fine. There was, there was like one hot joint on there, but I was like, yeah, fine. It was like, it was like comical. It was like a novelty, like, oh, this is funny. Where on my end, it was like, it's not funny to me. Like me and my pops are like, our, our language is the Beatles. And then, and honestly, since the quarantine hit, I was playing a lot of Beatles, like just to feel good, like to have a comforting like blanket on me. Yeah. So I would be playing with my son every day and I would just be playing the Beatles. Like making playlists going through like B sides and psychology. Yes. So it was kinda like uh they were on my mind a lot. And I watched that movie yesterday, which is, you know, that, that dope movie um about the dude who wakes up and no one ever heard of the Beatles and he remembers them. Which is a good movie. Is it prime. good? Yo. We you stayed- really wanted to see that. Makes all their hits and he becomes like yeah like yeah like oh uh, I never saw that yeah, yeah it's on Amazon Prime now if you got it it's okay it's like Danny, Danny Boyle did the train spot dude. what's up it's the Indian it's the Indian dude the, the main actor right um, yeah I I've never seen him before he's ill he's like a singer songwriter cat and he gets he gets hit by a bus and he, when he wakes up no one remember no one ever heard of Beatles but before he was an accent everybody knew. so he's the only person so he starts like creating his career. Re- rewriting all their songs and everyone's like oh my god these are the best songs i ever heard how did you think of this and he's like pumping out joints <laughs> i kind of love that connection too like even though there's a lot more woo members than the beatles it's still like the beatles is one of those bands where you remember everybody like mm-hmm. even though i love the stones i can't like mention everybody who's in it or mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like but you know ringo paul john you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying yeah, and the lack of the revolving door with both of those groups, yeah. like they kind of stuck with their original members until the, the right. real, you know, and yeah, Wu Tang holding on. Wu Tang is like the uh, the truck that drives under the the low underpass and they <laughs> crashed, and then they raise up <laughs> like a Terminator and shit. Still driving this fucked up, still truck. going, yeah. Yeah, still riding. Right. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways, both of them were sea changes for the way music was being made at the time, too. That's like true. The, bro. the Beatles completely like flipped studio and how studios were used That's and equipment fun. was used, and Wu Tang did the same shit. That's and real. They changed the way the industry ran, too. Yep. That's true, bro. You know what else was interesting is that we did that around that Rizza Primo battle. 
Yeah, yeah. 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 All it was just kind of like floating in the air for me. Yeah, and everybody slept on the RZA, like you know, going into it, everybody was saying, "Oh, Preem's gonna," and and it didn't turn out that way. Like you oh. realized how how powerful his catalog was just with his own team. Yeah, like that to me made it. Like it went in going into that. A lot of hype was like he only works with his own team. Right. But it, it when when it came through, that shit made it even more powerful. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm a recluse type of guy, and I'm this good. You know what I'm saying? Right now, tonight they doing a rematch of the Teddy Riley and. Oh Baby. my god! I saw that. Yeah. I'm good, man. We're actually, um, you know, we're missing it because we're doing this podcast. I don't know. I which know that shit. Can't be funnier than the last time, though. Yo, it was. It, it, <laughs> yo, I, yo, I, I said to Cash the other day. I really urge people, if before, after, during you watch that joint, go reread the Red Bull Music Academy piece me and Chris Daly did on the history of New Jack Swing. Okay. Like Chris Daly interviewed Teddy Riley, but I interviewed like Kwame. I interviewed Dave Bennett, who recorded the first Guy record. Wow. Like I, we talked to all those cats that were in the New Jack Swing thing from industry standpoint musicianship the way they give you the breakdown on teddy's brain like his equipment the song right we, t- we talked to his brother from fucking uh rex and effect we talked to all those guys go read that what no matter what happens if he gets washed horribly again with backup dancers and singers or mm. he's doing no, he way more dead uh, sound i saw the screams cat he has a okay. way more toned down setup all right though but pete no go uh, he's a Rebel g Eagle man cat. he's amazing he's- He's amazing. It was just funny and like the internet just takes over like the homie Spice Adams that dude. Yeah, I love that dude. He did one, I saw it. Where he was playing Yo, within shit. like 10 hours, he had this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. That's it was hilarious, you know? Yo, Z, I wanted to ask you. What's up, bro? You, um, because you recently had, um, you know, pretty good success where you work with one producer. Yeah. Um, the Career Crooks being an example of that. Um, the first shadow boxer record. Mm-hmm. So when you work with one producer on an entire project, what what are you setting out to achieve? What's, what's your goal there? Uh, it's it's you know this man because you work with a lot of producers and Alaska knows it too because he was in groups and he you know all the homies and me in Alaska got a record. Um, when and and Ray knows this from having rappers like if if when you find that 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 the motherfucker that clicks with you mm-hmm. and it's easy to do shit. Like Ray was saying in the beginning, then you want to just keep going with them. So yeah. like when when I did the first Shadow Boxers record, Slow Twilight with uh Douglas Martin in Seattle, that came out oh nine. I was like, yo, we got when I was working on his shit back then, he was sending me beats. I was like, I know what to do with this right away. And then I was like, We gotta do another record, and he stopped making beats for a long time. But then even with me and Small Pro, it was like we we were friends for so long, we did like twenty assorted songs. We started doing a record. We did it. And I said to him, I was like, yo, every year we got to make a record. Every year, once a year, we got to stop what we're doing and work together. And uh, so the next career Crooks record is Castro knows. I'm waiting on this motherfucker to finish this goddamn album. Man, this is, you know, Pro, if you're listening, finish the album, Biatch. I don't care what's going on. Finish the record. Production. Um, the, the album's called Feelings. And the, the single is called In My Feelings. In my no parentheses, all in my and then feelings is the name of the song. <laughs> That's what I'm feeling. So yeah, when when so then when Ray um got at me, I was just like, Yeah, me and him me and him had talked like probably a year ago. And then once he started to hit me with the pack, and I was like, 
boom. Like I, it's just, it's just, it's just effortless. And, and, and that's the thing versus like, I think, I think Elias, you said on a prior episode where like, when you first start working with somebody, you get like the initial burst where you're like, yo, I can do joints. I can, I can show out for this cat. I can show them how, how good I am. I can do songs quick. Da, 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 da. And then once you start adding them up and then like, it kind of hits like that, that plateau where things kind of just, uh, yeah. and then maybe three, four, five months go by and you pick up another second wave of energy or inspiration or whatever's going on in your life. So like, for me, it's like, if, if, if it's easy to work with someone, I want to keep working with them. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you, you guys know, it's like, sometimes a producer sends you 20, you get that one, you never deal with them again. And that's okay. They got things yeah. going on too. Sometimes mm-hmm. they send you 20, 10, you're like, yo, this is, this is an album. Like, 10 I know what to do as soon as I hear it so it's like a very instinctive thing rather than like I think we're all guilty at some point of being like oh I should work with this dude his name, his name will look dope like next to my name like this will this will put me in a spot and then but you when you were sitting there with the music you're like this doesn't move me like, I can't it's not, it's not yeah. about status we know now milk the whole cow and split the growth See, here it goes, drinking by the fireplace, 80s baby dire straits, lay it down like saxophone inside its case, fresh, coming from a violent state, late at night I lie awake, thought I'm moving out to LA where the life is higher stakes, going back and forth, stay alert like Adderall, I recognize this run DMC, MC's always had the call, not mechanical, Never move like cattle do. I switch my flow and switch my name like Chris Jackson from LSU. Grab your valuables. Never took sabbaticals. Wrecking crew with red apples. Boy, we are compatible. Always been dope. Fate hangs with fire rope. A young man making eight bucks an hour. He got them higher hopes. Get no higher quotes. Honda needs new tires, though. I had to slow it down. No more Captain Morgans and Diet Cokes. Selfishly, at first, I was like, "Oh, if I rock with Ray, like this, this will like really like look dope on a track list someday." Like that was my thought years ago. Where I was like, "Man, if I could just like get this guy, he's so that's crazy, bro. you know what I mean?" Like, and I was like, "But then, but then after a while, I was like, but me and Ray got man cool, and I was like, yo, he's just like like a humble dad who loves music and you know he's got a life." And I was like, "Yo, this is just like a cool ass dude. Like, if we can do some shit, we can. If we can't, that's cool too. Like." No big fucking deal. Yeah. Like I got I gotta like make this work because Ray West is cracking and I'm trying to pop. Like, wow. It's not, you know, that's that's like what you were saying. Like it's just kind of like an artificial feeling versus like these are dope. I like this, 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 this. Here's songs. Or like, yo, we all know too. Like there's some dudes you, you try and you're like, this guy sent me 30 beats, like one is hot. That's not a good yeah. one. <laughs> that's that's bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love producer rapper records. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's missing. You know, that's that's something like from my generation anyway. You know, this that was all it was for a long time, sort of. You know what I'm saying? Like, ruined it, dog. Illmatic ruined it. That's what they say, right? And it's like, and I understand the independence of like a rapper being able to like pick, you know, choice beats from, but still like. Uh, having that brain trust of like of, of people that work together and like have your best interest, I think it's like important, man. It's like yeah. even all those premiere joints that he played, he could have played like Daily Operation. The whole one. 
You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like, I told you should have played the whole Living Proof record. Yo, like, yo, 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 RZA could have just played Cuban Links. That's I got to give it up to like Mellow Music Group and um, Backwood Studios, my label. Yeah. There's definitely a, um, a dedication to getting with the one producer, one rapper. Um, I album. think that's important, bro. I think that yeah. makes a big, big difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I, never I done a, I've never done a record where there's been more than one producer on the record. Wow. That's so great, bro. Yeah. That's a, Actually, that's sorry, the, the shitty, the shitty second Hangar 18 record. Oh. <laughs> a couple other producers. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll it's... say this though. I'll say this, like what Ray's saying and what Lance is saying too. There's, there's like flourishes, interludes, pieces on the Row House Whispers EP that Ray did. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask him to do it. I didn't say, "Yo, sample this movie." Yeah, the yeah. intro to record BX to fit like I didn't say to do all that shit. I was what just is like, that from actually? What's that sample from? Which one? The loop or the talking? The talking. The talking the- was from when um Steady B and Cool C were on your MTV raps. Like I always love. I knew. I heard Fat Five Freddy. I couldn't. Make, I couldn't place the other two voices. They probably always, just robbed the bank. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like I know they have a jaded history, but like growing up, I always loved. Like, like I have all those tapes. Like I have Cool C's album somewhere and Steady B shit. Like I used to buy those tapes and like 12 inches and like that was like Philly to me. Like, there nice. was, and then like Steady B was like down with KRS One, and I just felt like. He was part of BDP sort of to me, mm-hmm. you know? So mm. when when we started, when I was looking for an intro, I was like, I had just done another intro off a Steady B cassette. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and it, but it didn't fit what we were doing. I have it <laughs> in the computer. And I was like, yo, man, I got to find some other shit. So I just was like looking at yo MTV rap, Steady B. Like, <laughs> where can I, where, it, it, where was he on? And then I found like, Cool C and Steady B and the whole Hilltop Hustler shit being interviewed by Fab Five Freddy. So I just was like, Dope. let me record this shit. Nice. You know, it's funny about that, dude, because when, when Cash and I first linked up, I was working out of a studio by all that shit in Hilltop, like around that area. That nice. dude, man, they had some joints, bro. Like, if you could spend time, like, just listening to, like, Steady B albums, they're fucking hard, man. And it's, like, 88. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's the shit. Dope. Yeah. That's some crazy shit, man. But, yeah, I, I love that intro. It came out. You know, I, I like I said, everything worked so easily, man. And it, it's not always like that. You no, know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It was so easy, man. And then, like, with the other interlude, like, I'm saying, like, you're cheating on your man's girl, and then I'm just like, bang, menace to society, mm. the whole vision of him talking to the homie in jail. Yep. Yeah. Like, Let me go snatch that DVD, plug that <laughs> shit in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's cool. that. How you doing? I'm fine. 
baby? He's fine. Let me talk to Kay. Got the best features. We used to date in like 06. And now I'm like, oh shit, she's leaning on me while he's gone. I'm a Virgo, she's a Capricorn. I check the astrology website before it says, um, we are the best match. The king takes the queen in the chess match. And she don't give a damn where her man's at. You know, it's like everything just was so easy, bro. Love, I love that about it, and I love listening to it. And I usually don't listen to my own stuff. Like, after I do a project, I probably won't listen to that shit for like a year or something. Yeah. Till, Same you know, this one is the exact opposite. The next day, I was like, yo, I feel like listening to this shit again. Like, I'm putting it on. It's very rare for me to do that with my own music. You know what wow. I mean? Yeah, you're, you're the definitely. one listening to it like a thousand times and mixing it. You know I mean? Yeah, I know that. I know that seat. Oh man, once That's I like, release it, I never want to hear it again. I'm like, I'm man, happy bro. I never have to hear that shit again. And if I have to, I only want to listen to Zilla once, and that's it. And then I toss that <laughs> shit out the window. I respect you for saying that. Man. Sometimes, sometimes after like a year or two or three, like then I might be like driving home from work or something. I'm like. Man, I don't even really remember that, but let me listen to that. I'll go to iTunes and like listen to myself, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, yeah, and, and I can like hear it kind of with fresh ears, you know. Mm -hmm. But I always do that on like a binge tip, like, I'll just be in some mood and I'll just listen to like Zilla all for your like, projects. Yeah, no, I listen to mine, I listen to Zilla's projects for like an hour oh. and a half. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's dope, man. Get in the mood, and I'll just be like, and I call him up, and I'm like, oh man, you're my best friend. I get real emotional. Mm -hmm. And, then uh, I, and I'll be like, that shit was trash. What are you talking and then, about? Yeah, then, 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 I, then I hear some stuff. and No, then I will call him on some lines he said back in the day. I'm like, oh, man, what the? What yeah. is this? Yeah, he won't he do that shit. Deuces and shit. No. But, <laughs> Fresh years, man. You need, like, to let, let yourself forget about it a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? It always comes out better. Alas, yeah. you anything else for them? Um, I mean, I, I did have a question because when I was listening to it, I was wondering if you guys were going for a particular vibe with everything. Cause like, and, and it, it might just be the artwork, but it kind of feels like, I don't know, like listen to it. It, it had a real, like, sort of like twilight in the evening or based, mm -hmm. and it's probably based on the mm -hmm. artwork, like the way the sky mm -hmm. looks and the way yeah, the, the art definitely like, matches the music, right? You're yeah. Like, it's like that time of night, like the way everything looks and feels. So it's either like, right as the sun's going down or right as the sun's coming up. Like, I can't tell mm. which vibe it is, but it's like, I was wondering if you guys were going for that. Ill-town blues time and shit. <laughs> Man, I, I, I like to be all prolific and say that's what I was doing, but... <laughs> <laughs> the shit just was like, like, you know, easy peasy, man. Shit just that's like, even the art, like I was saying, the art just came out so nice and like it matched the music like it wasn't it, it was just cool man you know yeah because yeah, like ray because ray, ray, ray wanted to call it like 1988 something remember you called it 88 something like that 
Yes, yes. The song 88 Styles, and I was like, yo, I said, Blueprints, the homie, he did an album called 1988. We should think of yeah. something else. And then you were just like, yo, Row House Whispers. That should be. And I was like, word? I was like. Good title. Yeah, I was like, all right, word. Yeah, no doubt. I was like, cool. Yeah. And then w- once he said that, once he said that was a title, I was like, yo, I know Shane. Shouts to Shane Great, who did the remix joint. Yep. Shane's like, yo, Shane, I tell every, everybody on the sh- who fucks with our show just needs to stop and go look up Shane on Bandcamp. Shane is nice. Like, he's, Shane's like, like, fucking MPC, like, static, warm, banging beat maker. Like, that's his look mm. and his style. But he's he's also, like, super positive and upbeat. And we, we uh, me and Small Pro did a show with him, like, two, three years ago. I, didn't, I never met him before. It was for iLive set. And we met him, and he was, like, one of, like, the beat makers that night. And I was like, yo, this I got to work with this guy. Like, goddamn. So we had him do a remix on a Career Crooks remix record. And then he took a picture of us that night and we use it on the career crooks, like tape insert. Nice. So I was following him on Instagram. I was like, yo, this dude is like, I was like, Oh, he's like a photographer cat that like makes beats. That's how I, I viewed him. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so when, when, when Ray was like, yo, row house whispers, I was like, Shane popped my mind. I'm like, yo, he does these photos like, and they're all Philly. And I was like, yo, this would be dope. Hell so yeah. When I hit up Shane, I was like, yo, Here's a couple we're looking at. I was like, why don't you do a remix too? He's like, definitely. So then what, once, once we picked the photo, Ray, Ray was like, yo, see if he could send a high-res version. Because Shane was like, yo, that, that's just my backyard in South Philly. That's my crib. Wow. And I was like, word. He was like, yo, I don't have a high-res. I just took that on my phone. I was like, word? What's wow. He's like, yeah, that's all I got. I was like, oh, all right, word. I'll, I'll see if that works. And Ray was like, yeah, we, we, we flipped it. My design guy. Yeah, we'll it. make it work, man. Like, graphic design, I always feel like graphic designers, they want everything to be perfect. And I'm always like, please don't make it perfect. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, nothing should be perfect, man. You well, know what I'm saying? Nothing should get be down. Yeah. yeah. I was, perfect is the enemy of good. I don't fuck Yeah, up. bro. Especially in our genre, like, nothing should be perfect. Like, no. Yeah. You know, just don't strive for that. Strive to the shit for it to be dope. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's like it's like when you think of like the most beautiful people. There's always like some weird little flaw that they have. Word. She's got like a mold here the beauty. Or yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like a, I yeah. love the girls with a little gap tooth. Or beautiful woman. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Ain't none prettier than a beautiful woman with a fucking scar. I'll tell you that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Or like her, 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 yeah, her feet. She got, she got the little toes pointing outward. <laughs> like, hell yeah, hell boomerang. yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with the technology, bro. It's like everybody can make everything so perfect, mm-hmm. and and that's what like makes albums disappointing too. Like you, you get them, and I think that's what makes Mad Lib so great mm. is because you know it's He's not going to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? He 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 lets um. He lets the dust live. Yeah, bro. You yeah. get the project and it's like the record skips. And you're like, oh, that's not the fucked up part of the song. They just let the record skip that he was using. You know, yeah. for the and then that becomes your favorite part of the album. Word. Like, it, it, all the perfectness is, is ruining things. Everyone having yeah. a computer and everyone with the photography, you know, like. Quantizing man, everything and shit. Yeah, bro. Try to just let that shit be natural you know yeah i always think of like like doom's record like um um 
Doomsday. Like um, Prince Paul said uh, about Doomsday that it was like, um, I forget, this is not an actual quote, but this was what he was saying, that the mix down of the record is like an engineer's nightmare, let's say. <laughs> but because it's all like that, yeah. and because Doom did the whole thing like that himself, it made it a classic. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it has a, such a sound and a texture that it, it sounds like nothing else. And that's what made it special. Yeah. Like, you know, it was recorded with a, with a regular mic and a, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, and that shit just made it special because he mixed it raw. And like, yeah. we love how that sounds. You know what I'm saying? It's, but, you know, I, I love I love all like the first wave of like Marley joints and Juice Crew and, and oh my god and Biz and Rakim because they were just in Queensbridge mm-hmm. in, in his living room with a fucking probably like a SM57 or SM58 bro yeah and it gives it and like and an amount of times that that's been sampled scratched cut up Pete Rock killing those Biz records and came yep. like to me like that's the sound of the Juice Crew not like when they got big deals and million dollar budgets I love those For records real. too but like. The super gritty, like Marley, like everything's like all treble, and you you hear parts where they pop and like shit is peaking a little bit. I love that shit. So boom, that that segue right into um eighty eight style. Oh, the Shane great remix and shit. Oh. <laughs> and then we'll come back. Eighty eight style throwing bottles. Yeah. Rooftop, like we bringing 88 back. Uh, 88 style, throwing bottles, bottles. What's up, right? Uh, rooftop, like we bringing 88. Hey, yo, 88 pickups and 44 women. 88 pistons worth 44 million. 88 pies and 44 kitchens. 88 crimes and 44 witnesses. 88 dudes on 44 stages. 88 dollars get you 44 stations. 88 ounces and 44 sipping. 88 graduate, 44 missing. Uh uh-uh. uh, it's like we bringing 88 back. It's like we bringing 88 back. It's like we bringing 88 back. 88 styles on bottles, 88 draft picks, 44 athletes, 88 rappers and 44 trashies, 88 stars and 44 movies, 88 passes, 44 groupies, 88 Lindros, 44 Gervin, 88 homeboys, 44 burdens, 88 whiskeys and 44 bourbons, 88 gunshots, 44 surgeons. It's like we bring an 88 back. It's like we bring an 88 back. Uh-uh. It's like we bring an 88 back. 88 styles on bottom. Black, all our culture. Curly Castro here. Alaska there. Zilla Rocker there. Yep. Great West there. Yes, sir. And we're here talking live from the line of notes about the great EP, Row House Whispers. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now, just telling the people, go out, get it, download it, just name your own price, pay more for it than it's worth. It's worth a lot, so pay more than a lot. You know what I'm saying? Give respect due to um, the people contributing. Anybody else got anything else they want to promote? What's coming up? What's next? This, this right here. Fuck, man. Yeah, man. I'm all oh, about this. the Row House Whispers, letting it breathe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to... We're going to continue putting out music while I'm on this quarantine, you know what I mean? But really, I've been trying to, like, 
not even talk because so, I'm releasing so much stuff, sort of. I like to let it breathe, man. Like this, everything needs its time. You know what I mean? Yep. It's uh, but I'm hoping like we were talking about maybe promoting this aspect of it, like doing a physical version of this nice. with, um, with like maybe a bonus track or two, you know what I'm saying? So nice. we gotta, gotta, I mean, I, I think, that would be nice to have I a think list. it deserves a physical, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like certain things deserve, deserve a physical copy. And this is definitely something that I feel like it needs to be a, uh, like a physical copy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I agree. It needs that Curly Castro verse. That's exactly what I was I'm saying. I'm with that, bro. I'm with that. <laughs> we got to do, <laughs> we got to do that. Why not? In Why Curly verse, you know, same thing. You know what I'm saying? That'll, that'll put the cherry on it. <laughs> if I if I could do it, man, like recording these <laughs> days, like the wild, wild west. It's like, I feel like I'm back in the day recording in people's bathrooms and shit. It's, it's, it's rough. Yeah, out. man, you gotta, you, you gotta like, I don't know, that, that that whole thing is crazy, man. Like I thought about that, like homies that got studios that survive on like doing sessions. Mm -hmm. mm. What are you doing right now? Uh. You know? Sticking the mic out the window or some shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> And then like rappers who don't have it in their crib for whatever reason, that's tough right now too. Like if your laptop crashed like last week, yep. damn, huh. knock on wood, son. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. I, yeah. I, I have nightmares about dropping my phone and the screen cracking. You word up. Yo, I have bad nightmares about that. Yeah. I got the same it's, shit. We're <laughs> fucked if that happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, all that shit is possible, man. Yeah. All right. Well, we want to thank you, brother West, for being here. Thank with you, us. man. Hey, hey Ray, I got one more guys. question for you. Is is yes. that your son in the video? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yo, son, come here, son, come here. Yo, son, <laughs> stalks, come here, son. Yeah, it's like I love that he's in there, man. Like, you know, he he did a video with me recently that didn't come out, but like it was like you know like a like we had a couple of people shooting and all that. So he felt like a big shot, you know, because I had him dressed like me and everything. Oh, so, you nice. know, put the video out. But I'm like, yo, Ray, you want to do another video? He's like, um, I'll see if I'm free. I'm like, <laughs> where do we, we go? We <laughs> got to practice. Be like a pet on hold. <laughs> He's like, call my manager. Your people call my people's and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, he's on the cover of the stress relief joint, the one with June, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, the last, the other EP. And then the, the other one with Elo Kush came out the week before that. Like, Red Apples is... Yo, and Gal, I did one with Galio Point out it from London. We did, like, the, the uh, instrumental. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Walter yeah. PPK joint. Yeah. Yes. I got oh, yeah, people love that PPK, that Walter PPK joint. That Thank you, man. Hey, he's so dope, man. He's another guy that's, like, you know, just hard worker, man. His shit is dope, you know? He just crazy. Did um with Sonny Jim. Right? Yeah, he, yeah. He gets a lot oh, of wow, really? done, man. Quietly, he he's always putting something out, and all the mm -hmm. artwork is always good. Yeah. Like you know, there's a lot of into the detail. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Shout out to them. Yes, bro. All right. If anybody got anything else, we're gonna sign off. We are right. culture. I appreciate you guys, man. Everyone, be safe, bro. You as Thank well. Thank the last stop working on that pack too. Awesome. I can't wait. Well, man. Hey, Sean. Peace. Peace, bro. Be safe, bro. Peace, everyone. Peace. Peace.